Here we go. This we're going. Episode 30 and 9. This is episode 30 and 9. That we're, was my bit. That was it? <laughs> that was that it. That was it. We're, we're now counting. We're going to put and into every number we say. Right. Because the dentist likes it. The dentist either likes it or doesn't. We're not sure. But he very emphatically chomps with every email. He does. Um, I saw him. I saw the dentist. You did. You uh, played we, poker. We played poker together. Yeah. He... Um, now, this whole thing, it's because he, he plays poker, and in poker, a lot of people have, like, silly nicknames, so, he, you know, so he's the dentist. Right. <clears throat> and this is because, also in poker, people will sometimes have some sort of little uh, charm or tchotchke. talisman or tchotchke. something. A tchotchke? A tchotchke. Okay. To use to, like, sit on top of their cards uh-huh. so that the dealer knows they have it folded, but so that their cards don't accidentally get knocked around. So Sammy uses these little wind-up chattering teeth. Right. Right? You've yes. seen these things. You know, well, you've seen Sammy's, right? Right. I'm right. asking the viewing audience, have you seen these oh, things? Oh, I well, you were looking at me. You well, I know, because at... our viewing audience is not visibly available to so, me. You have to tell me that you're doing that. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Major unzip happening here in the studio. Uh so anyway, apparently Sammy's uh, chattering teeth thing have broken. Yes. At the poker game I played with him, there was a rubber band wrapped around them <laughs> uh, to keep them from chattering what, uncontrollably. What, what is your name? Uh, my name is Brian. No, oh, what is your poker name? I don't really have a poker name. Is it still I'm, Freakish Math Boy? It's sort of Freakish Math Boy. And that all stems from, I think, one poker game. We played this one poker game once where... The betting was based on how much was actually in the pot at any uh-huh. given time. I don't know if you've ever played this yes, variation. Yes. It's called legs. <clears throat> and uh, so part of the game is to, you have to constantly keep track of how much is in the pot and what twice that amount is and what four times that amount is. Yes. And I was able to come up with those numbers pretty quickly, and so they called me Freakish Math. You can do stuff in your head. I Sometimes I can do things in my head. I am the chub. You are the chub. And that that's because you had some little... I've not like, had. I still have it. You still have it. It's like a plastic wrapped up lump of, of cheese, cheese right? from Hickory Farm. Yeah. It never expires. It, well, <laughs> I bet that it does. <laughs> but yeah, I still I'll have it. I'll bet it expires sometime in 2010. Well, it's great a little bit. <laughs> well, on the plastic? <laughs> the plastic is great? No, the, the cheese. The cheese has great? Yes. You opened it? You can see the cheese? No. Well, I mean, you can see the cheese. It's clear plastic. I you know what? You, you understand what plastic is? No, please. Please tell me what <laughs> plastic come in many is. different varieties of see-through-itness. See-through-itness. And this is 100% three see-through-itness. <laughs> 100% three see-through-itness. <laughs> Beep, boop, <bump. laughs> No, no, no. C-3PO could actually talk. That was R2-D2 you were just doing. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Now, come on, what kind of a nerd are you that you can't do a Star Wars I'm reference sick. properly? I'm sick. You are sick. What I'm are you sick. sick of? I have a cold. You have a cold? I'm, a, I'm sick of my nose running all over the place. So today's episode is brought to you by... Kleenex with lotion. Kleenex with lotion. It's from uh, Puffs. Is it? So then it's not Kleenex. It's Puffs with lotion. Well, that's, what is the name of that of that term? When something is a brand name, <laughs> yeah. but you use it as a generic name for everything else, like Kleenex. I, I think illegal is <laughs> no. the term. There's You're a, not supposed to do that. There's a word. No, these things are protected by like trademarks and copyrights. I realize that. I'm not trying to sell... So when you say Xerox, when what you mean is photocopy, that's uh, against the law. Oh, well... You should be locked up. But there's up. a term for it. 
for it. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> yeah, are you going to pull out your banjo now? And, and... My, my bad uh, enunciation and pronunciation is yeah. going to be even worse today. <laughs> Excellent. It's going to be subnormal. Fantastic. Subnormal. That's subnormal. good. It was subnormal. Uh, uh, so here's big news. For what the is the big news? For what, the what two happened? of us. Today is Sunday. It is. It's the end of the week. It is. And for the first time ever, yeah. the two of us uh-huh. have had a no Google week on we the have. same week. We have had a no Google week. We did not do these puzzles together. Wait, what? We didn't do these puzzles together. We didn't not do these puzzles no, together? No, no, We did not do these puzzles together. You said we didn't not do these no, puzzles. we did not do these puzzles together. So it was a single negative. My point is that you and I did not collaborate <laughs> no. on solving. No collaboration. No, but we did a no Google week. Now, I have printed here in front of me. Are we going to talk about the puzzles first and kind of do things out of sequence? What are we going to do? Isn't that in sequence? No, we usually do like viewer mail and then an interview. Well, this is going to be a relatively short show. We do have an interview. It is. But let's uh, talk about some of the puzzles that happened this week. This will be you know, a reverse of what we did last week where we did the interview first and the puzzle second. We'll do it this way this time. All right. Is that, is a, that all right? Is that a true reverse? No. Okay. Some rearrangements, perhaps. Right. Now, did any of these puzzles jump out to you as being something uh, particularly exciting? Or well, I had a bad crossword week the week before. I had I, you googled like Tuesday every, and yeah, Wednesday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Thursday. I couldn't do sure. anything, and then Monday I had some trouble with, but I got it. Uh-huh. And Tuesday I had a little trouble with, but then once Wednesday I really hit my stride. Yeah, as what, they what say. Is, what's your stride like? Uh, it's it's slow. It's a slow stride. Yeah, but is it, it, is it loping? It is a little bit loping. Is it? But I try to stay level. I can't imagine you running. Didn't we t- just talk about this? I can't imagine you running. Yeah, but I I have run. I, I have th- run. Yeah, it's that I have ran. Whatever. It happened a long time ago. <laughs> I don't remember. I I ru- I still run. No, you don't. I do. Where? On the treadmill. That's not running. It's- You're not going anywhere. I know, but my feet are... You need to run away from, like, a guy with a knife, maybe. That would be running. That <laughs> And is that running. how would you, you would hold a knife if you were going to... Like this? Like this? Like this? I don't know. Uh, you, how would you like me to... Like, like that? <laughs> you would be a bad hand-up hand person. Hold up. Hold up. Second story, man. Uh, my The puzzle that really I liked a lot this week was Thursdays. It was by Gary J. Whitehead. Shrunken Heads? Shrunken Heads. Shrunken the central heads. clue, of course, was 37 across primitive trophies or a hint to this puzzle's theme. This is this is a fun kind of a theme where it's shrunken heads, and so there's like eight boxes here that you put the whole word head in the box. Right. Uh, so that you get like words that. like egghead and head for the hills and axe head. I didn't know if I knew that one. Beheading, right? You know, so that's that's kind of fun. I like those. And and uh, I got the rebus quite early. Off. Yeah, yeah. And or I think it was Orange who pointed out on her site the fact that Gary Whitehead, the head was spelled out in his name, and it might have been fun if it was just Gary White H, but that might have given it away. It might have, or people might have thought his name was Gary Whitehead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got this one from the crossing between drawbridge ahead and beheading. I, I, I that seemed to make sense to me. So with the rebus, that, that's where I figured out the rebus. Uh, I don't know. Radiohead. Do you know that band? Radiohead, yeah, alternative sing, uh, rock band with four platinum albums. Yeah, don't they sing? Uh, well, they sing something. Songs. I think they do. I know nothing about music. <clears throat> no. No. Can you play some music for us? All right. Is that, is. is that Radiohead? Did they do a C chord? I think they probably have a C chord somewhere. Maybe we should ask some of our uh, music viewers if, yes. they, if they're familiar with any Radiohead C major work. 
<laughs> Dan Fair, do you know? Do you know if Radiohead has that? Uh, and then Friday and Saturday were both good puzzles. Saturday was <clears throat> shockingly easy. Yeah, Saturday was, and, and the other blogs talked about how easy it was. And we got a comment to that effect, I think, from Orange, who what? suggested that it was sort of Wednesday-like. I would like, what I thought it was. I would like to do a Saturday puzzle, find it to be very easy, complete it, then go on the other blogs and have everybody talk about how hard it was. Yeah. That has not happened yet. No, it hasn't. No. I don't think that will. You don't? No. I'm still working on the Saturday before this one. I'm yeah. Still, I'm still trying to figure it out. There's most of the Saturdays I don't do anymore. They're fun, <clears throat> though. You know, speaking of Saturdays that I don't do anymore, should we should we segue into viewer mail and, and include should we do viewer that, comments? Or should, we, should we start our interview? Cause it's let's, let's, let's quickly do viewer mail, because we don't have that much. But we do have a viewer comment from... Uh, from a couple of weeks ago, a Saturday puzzle. Yes, go ahead. Uh, we had a message from Renee who said, this was in response to a, a Saturday, December 20th, because I don't know if you know this, but the New York Times puzzles, the weeklies run several weeks right. uh, behind the times in uh, syndication. So when you're not in New York and you do the puzzle, your newspaper might print five weeks ago Saturday. So it's actually, right? I mean, it's it's behind the times pro, proper noun and regular noun. <laughs> Improper noun. Improper? <laughs> Because it's actually behind the times, as in the New York Times. Yes, I understand. And it's behind the times, as in the times being the days in which we live. Yes? (laughs) Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Am I making a... Sense? No. (laughs) No, Am I being profound? No, certainly not. No, no, you've never done that. Why would you start now? Don't do it on this show. I thought maybe... No, be profound on your other show. Oh, all right. Ryan is profound. Fill me out, my brain by Ryan Hecht. <laughs> wow! So all of a sudden, I have a whole new show. <clears throat> yeah, I've been listening to it. It's, it's really good. quite good. It is. Well, let me oh, know put your it... hat back on. That was frightening. Oh God! I'm sick. I have sick hair. <clears throat> so, my hair gets very sickly. Uh, okay, really. By the way, does it? It does. That's too bad. Is that sort of? Is that what the problem is? The baldness from various cold throughout is my life. What, yeah, yes, is that what it is? Okay. Probably. So we had this comment from Renee. Will you just say it already? And Renee says about this Saturday puzzle, which I had trouble solving. Renee says, yo, people, quit whining. These puzzles are not for everyone, especially not the weekend ones. Education, intelligence, sagacity, sagacity, I don't know this word, (laughs) and an innate connection to malicious wit are certainly requisite tools in the pursuit of such an intellectually, albeit inane, pastime that is second only to push-ups and frisbees. Do I need to keep going? No. This is pretty much that was intense. That was that was a lot right there to handle. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. <clears throat> I will say this: I did a show once. Yeah, and the word uh, "albeit" mm. was in there, and you said "albite." No, no, oh. I know what it was, but it was somebody else's line, and they kept pronouncing it "albay." <laughs> <laughs> the, the French <laughs> "albay," very nice. I like it. Nobody um, corrected her. No? no? Just let it go? Yeah. Was it a line in the play? Yeah. And the director never said anything? No. So you think the director didn't know the word? I'm, and I'm, trusted this actress to be saying it right? I'm guessing. And it's not yeah. my place to correct her. No. I never correct no, her. No, certainly people. not. No. You have no business doing that. No. No. I no. just let her... You're wrong most of the time. Exactly. <laughs> so why should I correct her? No, you have people? no business correcting Nobody anybody. Nobody corrects me. Uh, the other comment we had um, was also about Saturday's puzzle. It was from Steve. And Steve says that his website is... HTTP colon slash slash www.givewillshortsawedgie.com. Yeah, I clicked on this link. Yeah, you wanted to see that site. 
you're interested in a site called GiveWillShortsAWedgie.com. There is no such site. There shouldn't be any such site. No. I think that Steve has some animosity toward puzzles. I think he might. I don't know. But although his comment was much nicer than Renee's, <laughs> I don't know if Steve, who Steve and Renee are. Maybe they're friends. Maybe they're the same people. They could be. They That's have true. different avatars. But they're for, they have different email addresses. Yeah. You think the email addresses are real? We should write to them. We should. We should have them on the show. What is his email address, Steve? Uh, don't want at you to know dot org. <laughs> I like that it's dot org. Yeah, dot org. It's a you know it's a not for profit, right? <laughs> anonymous company. It's a, it's a think tank. Yeah. Um, we also have viewer mail from. Do you want to read a viewer mail? Here, I'll, I'll make it bigger on the screen for you. Viewer mail. Opening it up. Much lower than usual. It's good though, right? Yeah, that was good. That had was... some resonance, had some bite. Was it on tune? Sure. Off tune? On on pitch? On pitch! <laughs> That's the right pitch. <laughs> That's that was it. it. Alright, from Howard Barkin, the great Howard Barkin, nor of all things, he says, enjoy the podcast. By the way, while you were recording, I borrowed your wallets. Of course, I returned them before the end of the interviews, so no harm done. I wouldn't leave you guys without coffee money. All the best, and keep in touch, Howard. Now, first off, I don't drink coffee. No, you don't. You hate coffee. Secondly, from this distance, I almost said, so no ham done. (laughs) And third, this is a reference to the fact that I think on last week's show, we said that Howard could solve a puzzle, steal your wallet, uh, live in your house, Oh, we did say that. All while you Thank you for clearing this up, because I had absolutely no idea what Howard yeah. was on about with this we were, email. When we were talking to Barry C. Silk and, and Doug Peterson. Uh, well, Well, right. he's very quick, and he, he, the thing is, he is, he is, uh, you wouldn't think that he would be such as he is. <laughs> Why do we let you do the show? I don't know. Why haven't I found a new co-host <laughs> who can know. actually construct a sentence <laughs> and say it aloud? All without too much effort. <laughs> that was a lot of effort. It was. I'm winded. You put in a great deal of effort to come up with what you actually say. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't really work out. No. No, it doesn't at <laughs> no, all. No. I don't understand one bit. Uh, Are we going to read this final Yeah, why don't, mail? why don't you read it? All right. Uh, so we got a viewer mail from, uh, from Vic Fleming. Vic Oh, wait, I dropped my Kleenex. Oh, no. Oh, wait, my puffs. Oh, not the puffs, no. Uh, Okay, go ahead. So we got an email from Vic. The gavel. Fleming. Yeah. We We, were wrong. We were wrong. We called him Judge in the previous podcast. He's not. He is Vic. The gavel. Fleming. Exactly. And he writes to us. He's been listening to our podcast, which is absolutely wonderful. And uh, he says, uh, apparently he's been listening to sort of two different threads of them. I didn't quite understand this. Today on my walk, I listened to podcast number 28 that connects the two threads that I'd been listening to, one starting with number one, and one starting with the interview of Andrea. So either I have to stop walking, find some other podcast to download, or start all over again with number one and listen all the way forward again, probably that won't happen. What threads? What is he talking about? I think that... Is there a I think line? he found out about the show sort of midway through season one here, uh-huh. and started with wherever we were. Uh-huh. And then I think he also then started from the beginning, and I think he's been sort of moving forward in both of these. Oh, so and when he got to the end of season one so far, he also got up to where he had started in the middle, and so now he's kind of shuffling it all together in his head. That's what I think. I don't. So it's his own personal thread. I believe so. It's not. We don't have a through line. 
So far, we don't. No. No. Not that we know of. No. Uh, but Vic goes on to compliment us by saying, You are a pair of funny guys. The rapport between you has the feel of genuine friendship. The laughter seems real, and I cannot imagine that I would have actually listened to 40 hours of you had this been otherwise. Wow. I, I think thank you. And we've sure pulled the wool over some people's <laughs> eyes, haven't we? I mean, yes. The truth of the matter is, I don't even know you. Like, no. No, I held open auditions outside my apartment <laughs> to see if I could find anybody who wanted to sit here and sort of act like a buffoon with uh-huh. me for a half an hour every uh, week. Yeah. And I don't know. You signed up. You must have no life. No. 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 Do you want to tell the viewers who you really are? <laughs> As Ryan pulls off his face like in Scooby-Doo cartoons. <laughs> no, they would do that from the top. I went from the, the, the chin. Oh, now what show does that? What show does it from the chin? From the chin, it's... Uh, uh... What is that show? Murder by Death. Scooby-Doo is the only show in which I know of people regularly pulling their face off. <laughs> I, I don't know any other show but in which they, this happens. It was always from here. Okay. It was always from the, the, the whirl. From the whirl? The, the whirl of the head. You, what you mean is the, the top. You don't top. have a whirl. You don't have hair up there. That's right. Okay. The top, the crown. Um, now, Vic goes on to say things that I think continue to be complimentary, but I don't know. It took some real courage to go out there with as little crossword savvy as you had. That's, uh... That seems a little biting. You know, it starts out as a compliment yeah. and ends as not so much. Because what he's saying is, uh, as little crossword savvy as you had, and allow your absorption of cruciverbalism to be played out to the audience of however many people it has been. So again, he's <laughs> confirming the fact that our audience is minuscule. Yes. And that we don't know anything about crosswords, and that we broadcast this lack of knowledge... To the world and to nobody, kind of all at the same time. Yes. He has summed up what we do in one paragraph. <laughs> Eloquently. Yeah. It's taken us 40 hours to do what we've done, and he's sort of narrowed it down to Well, he two is sentences. a judge. He is the gavel. Well, he, he is the gavel, but yeah. he is a judge. Um, and so Vic went on to, to, you know, continue to both compliment us and point out exactly what we do that isn't so smart. Uh... But we know that we're not smart, and right. uh, Vic likes us, and hopefully if you're listening, you like us too. And we like Vic. Yeah. And He's we're doing looking... something very special for the tournament, which yeah. I don't think we can give away. No, maybe we can't give away. But he is doing something special. If you're special. coming to the tournament, you'll find out there. And it's very cool. It is very cool. At least to us, it's cool. Um, should we? That's the end of the viewer mailbag. Leaving my snap is sick. It is. <laughs> Ryan is snapping with two arms now. You were male. Closing it up. Yes. There it is. Excellent. Now, we have an interview we to do. get to today. <clears throat> we are going to be interviewing... Uh, do we say who it is first? We can say who it sure, is. Sure, it's Matt Jones, who uh, handles the Jones and Crossword and also contributes to The Onion as well as The New York Times and other publications. And... and uh, you want to? You want? You're pointing at something. I don't know what. I'm trying to tell you something that without saying it on the air. Without saying it on the air. Wait, I don't give know me what a it pen. Is. Give me a pen. I can't. I need a pen. No, I don't have one. Uh, Here's a pen. All right. Should I call him though, or should I not? We were gonna. Yeah. We were gonna make this call. Okay. Uh, I, I, I see. Ryan is passing me secret notes, um, and I'll take care of that as soon as we've uh, made this call. Okay. <clears throat> so as usual, we have no idea how to work the phones. Right. So here we go, ruining everything. Begin the ruination. Yes, that means I have a voicemail that I haven't listened to. Maybe we should do that on the air. That would be fun. A little dialing music. 
That's the dialing music. <laughs> Paul Schaefer, you are not. It's ringing. A little ringing music. That's, that's two rings. Stop, stop, stop. Hello? Uh, hi, is this Matt? Yes, it is. Hello, Matt. This is Brian Simmet. This is Ryan Hecht. Well, hello, Ryan and Brian. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. Excellent. Doing good. good. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> we are glad to have you. Now, where where are we calling you? Like, we don't. where are you? Well, uh, I am in Portland, Oregon. Excellent. Oregon. Excellent. Oregon. Well, yes, oh, that's, no, you're, this, you're the one. Yes, you, this you is, called us out. Exactly. This is Matt Jones from Oregon. Now, why, why do people in Oregon get so upset by that? You know, I don't know. I've, I've just noticed that Oregon just seems to be the only state that has this weird knee-jerk reaction about pronouncing. I, I don't know why it is. It just just happens to be that way. It's kind of like the, the nails on a chalkboard phenomenon. It's really that bad. Uh, yeah, some people, and yeah, it, it sometimes is. Wow. Are, are you, I, I'm used to it. It's, it's all right. But. Are, are you a native of Oregon? Yes, I am. Now, how would you say that? Or, or is it Oregonian? Or is it... Orgo- or, Oregonian. Now, it is Oregonian. Oregonian, yeah. but you're from <laughs> Oregon. Yes. Oregon, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but it is a beautiful state. It, it, we, I mean, I'm not responsible for it being beautiful, but you know. But like, <laughs> I, I would never move if I were you, because my wife and I drove through there. We went to Ashland the, with the Shakespeare Festival. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we drove up and down the coast, up up at Astoria by Washington, and we drove down. It's gorgeous. Yeah, there's some great, great stuff, especially out on the coast. And I mean, we've got like a little bit of everything out here. You've got, you know, um, Eastern Oregon has got kind of desert country. We've got mountains. We've got, you know, the coast is just phenomenal. So. Does or now does Oregon suffer the same sort of weather disasters of Seattle? Seattle's known for being always cloudy and rainy. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a an Oregon thing too. It's usually rainy out here, and uh, I mean we've been getting some pretty good weather lately. But it actually snowed today. Yeah. Oh wow. Does it, yeah, does we it, had just like a little less than an inch of snow, but just enough to actually open up the window, and it's like, oh my god, it's snowed out. <laughs> I I there's plenty of snow here, yeah, and, and I'm from Maine, where. And we pronounce it Maine, by the way. Okay. We pronounce <laughs> not it Maine. Not Maine or anything. Uh, like no, the final, the e, the last e is silent, and uh, you know, so it's uh, Maine. As is the first f. As is okay. the first f, which is also invisible. Uh, no, but uh, you know, I grew up with tons of snow up there. Now, Oregon, I imagine, is a bit. Uh, did I say it right, or did I just yeah. automatically oh, yeah. say it wrong? Yeah. I, I, oh no, you got it. All right. So many years of probably saying it wrong. But, you know, Colorado, Colorado, Nevada, Nevada, like, there's other states are very picky. Let's just, let's call the whole thing off. I think, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> precisely. So, uh, now, what do you, what do you, besides constructing crossword puzzles, what, what is it that you do? Oh, well, during the day, my, my regular job, I, uh, I work at uh, an advertising group for a cable company. So, we're responsible for basically placing TV commercials on, I think it's a, right about 41 or 42 different uh, cable networks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Now, do are, are, do you have any way to track people to fast forward through, do people actually watch commercials anymore? Yeah, actually, it's, it's surprising. There are 
still people who slow down and watch the commercials. Really? Uh, even with all the DVRs and the TiVos and everything, yeah. It's, uh, uh, I hope you're not offended, kind of a, but I, I pretty much fast-forward through them. Well, see, there you go. Oh, no, I have offended him. You've offended him. I have offended him. All right, well, so then I still am in your favor. I do not fast-forward through commercials. Okay, well. I don't know. Um, I actually watched a commercial in particular the other day. My sister is currently in a commercial. She is. She's in a Staples commercial. Do you you play Staples commercials on any shows? You know, I don't think we have Staples in our list. I'll I'll have to look into that. Well, there's there's a current Staples ad out there in which my sister is the star. Yes, she is. Okay. She is the, the featured face in the whole thing, and she's she's very funny, and, and it's cute. And You so, should put staples on all your shows. Make my sister a lot of money, and then she'll buy right. me a house. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Please. And uh, when, so now, now tell us, tell us, Matt, tell us your crossword story. How did you, how did you start constructing? How did you start solving? I guess that would, the first question, the second question first. How did you start uh, solving? I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I was really into... Words and word games. So it's kind of that that one kid who would end up reading the dictionary or you know for fun. Oh, that thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, of course no, not. No, 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 not at we, all. We were those kids also. Well, I wasn't. Oh, I oh. never read the dictionary. You read the dictionary? I I, I I think I read the phone book. Did you? Yeah, I think I read the. I was looking for fun names. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun too. But I'd, I'd end up going to the front or the back to see who's who's alphabetically last. You know that kind of thing. Ah, uh, yes. I always try to figure out who had all who had my last name. It usually wasn't anybody in the phone book. In the phone book? No, yeah, it's, it's, not, not it's in the kind dictionary. of a futile attempt for me to kind of go out and do that. Because yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So you did a lot of word games, You did, uh, and, and then you started getting into crosswords at... at... Yeah, yeah, it was about, uh, oh, geez, 9 or 10, and uh, I was in this one class at school, and the teacher for kind of... Yeah, outside activities. She had a bunch of copies of Games Magazine uh-huh. around, Games and Magazine. that's kind of my my stepping off point where I got hooked on it. And you know, after that, I was interested in checking out Games Magazine, and I I don't know how it happened, but I, I really started practicing and got good at puzzles. So. Now I I have no idea how old you are, what era this was, but was this when Will Shorts was the editor? Of oh yeah, oh yes, yes. This was back. Uh, Gosh, I, I would have been 10, so it would have been about 80, 85 or 86. Okay, okay. Will yeah. Short seems to be responsible for everybody doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, hooking everybody into it. So you did you did Games Magazine for a while. Mm-hmm. And then... Did you write things other than crosswords for Games Magazine? Uh, well, let's see. Well, I hadn't, I hadn't actually contributed... Oh, these things. are Games I Magazines that you uh, solved. No. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, you know, I devoured the games uh, <laughs> magazines when I was trying to solve. But uh, yeah, actually, later on, I ended up. Um, you no, know, this is well after it. I did contribute a couple of um, puzzles to Games Magazine. I did two uh, orneries, uh, the the world's most ornery crossword, the the big twenty five by twenty five ones with the. Is that the one with two um, sets of clues? The two sets of clues. Yes, yes, yes I like those one. I like those a I lot. I don't think I know these. They do two yeah. sets of clues. They do hard clues and easy clues. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like A division and C division, although gotcha. the hard ones aren't A division hard. They're, it's like C division and E division, uh-huh. maybe. And, and you fold it over so you can't see the easy ones oh, in, the, okay. in the book. I have, some, I have a magazine like this somewhere here in this room. 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll find it. And did you find, as you were solving them when you were nine or ten, did you find that you were really good at them or not? So yeah, good? I was. I, well, like, you know, I had my my learning curve after right. a while because you know it just takes a lot of repetition and finding out you know what kind of words actually show up in puzzles over and over again and uh-huh. what kind of patterns show up and then right. you, you pick up on that after a while. Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost starting to pick up on things like that. <laughs> I hope to one day. Yeah, maybe after a year of doing this, you're yes. starting to figure out some patterns. <laughs> and then, did you do you remember when you started doing the the crossword in the Times? Was that the first newspaper crossword you did, or? Uh, that was yeah. That, that was the first one. I mean, yeah, I tried the. Gosh, what was it the? I think it's Tribune Media Services has one in the Oregonian newspaper. Okay. Um, the, they were there long before the Times actually got into syndication in the paper. So All right. now that was kind of our only only puzzle for a while. So yeah, I tried that off and on, and it was it was it was pretty good. But you know, after being weaned on on games and then getting into you know a lot of uh, Henry Hook and Merle Regal puzzles, mm-hmm. I, was, I was really really into those those constructors. So. I guess you've brought up something that I don't think I actually ever really thought about. It was that in 1986, the or, or and, and around that time, the New York Times crossword was not really available to everybody. Yeah, no, and especially not online back at, well, like like it is now. I mean, the <laughs> only way to get it is actually go out, pick a pick up a copy of the New York Times, or you know, be lucky enough to find one in syndication. But that's that's about it. And now wow. there's a lot of people who have picked it up. So yeah, well, it is the now the so, something else you said just sort of made me think about something that I don't know that I've really thought about. We've talked to other constructors, and you know, we've asked sort of their you know their background. How did they get into it? Who did they look to as inspiration and all of that? Now you mentioned Merle Regal and yeah. Henry Hook, who I think both have very distinct. Uh, styles about their yes. puzzles, and well, I think, definitely. and there are a number of constructors who do have very identifiable characteristics. And now you're also a musician, or, or you studied music. Well, I studied music. And, yeah. Well, <clears throat> and and I've studied music, and I know that you can identify certain characteristics about different composers in music, in in any genre, classical or rock or jazz or whatever. Do you feel like I'm jumping ahead, maybe here, but you as a constructor? Do you feel like you have an identifiable characteristic, and is it something that, if you do, that you came upon, on you know, consciously, on purpose, or did it just sort of evolve? No, I think um, yeah, it, it evolved for me. Uh, when I started out, the very first puzzle that I did was for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. It was the one first one that I submitted, so I was lucky enough that uh, Will thought it was uh, a good puzzle and decided that he wanted to run with it. Um, but that was, and I did a, a seamless back then, so, you know, you really want to try to exert yourself and try to put in as much cool words and uh, vocabulary as much as possible when uh-huh. you do that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, it was, it was still a little bit uh, rusty back then, I, I could say. And then over, over time, I started realizing, well, you know, these kind of things I can put in a puzzle and these kind of things I, I don't want to put in a puzzle or try to avoid. Mm-hmm. So, you know. um, if, if I had to say I had a, an identifying mark, I think a lot of the stuff that I'm doing with Jones and right now I think would be kind of my identifying um, 
characteristic about it, be, just because of the, the content and the subject matter that I can actually get into. Um, not a lot of places will be able to publish that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I'm actually looking at, <clears throat> I, I printed out a handful of your puzzles from, and I've done some of your stuff in the past, but in preparation for today, I went and I did two more of them today uh, from, oh. from your Jones and, I, I don't know if it's from the Jones and site or something. It was a link you sent us and we'll put these oh, on yeah. the, we'll put, when we post this episode, we'll, we'll link to your stuff as well from our site. But I'm looking at, uh, this one It's called a new beginning. And, and I guess this came out just a couple of weeks ago, uh, in honor of the beginning of 2009, you had oh, yeah. Yeah. Your, your long answers hid the Roman numerals spelling out, uh, M M I X. But, uh, there is a clue and answer here that uh, I'm sure does not exist in a New York Times puzzle, which is 14 across, prick. Huh. And and the answer is a-hole. Yeah, actually, that's, that's the fun part about... Uh, <laughs> Can we say this on our show? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We just did. <laughs> we just did. Well, we're not live, though. No. I don't know. I'm sorry, Matt. Please go on. I mean, if you feel like you have to bleep it out, then, you know, you can go back and edit or well, whatever you need to do. So. I didn't say anything that they don't say on, you know, Family Guy or something. Right. You know, they, they say they, Comedy Channel airs plenty of... We are the Family Guy podcast. <laughs> we are. We are the Family Guy podcast. I'm sorry, I've interrupted you again, Matt. Please. No, that's okay. I'm just trying to figure out which one is Peter. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm Brian, so I should just be the dog, and, yeah. and that can be it for me. I am actually uh, probably Meg. You're Meg? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. So maybe you get to be Peter today. Oh, sure, why not? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Don't show us your side boob. Oh, oh no. no, 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 no. <laughs> so so you were saying that you, you enjoy putting that type of stuff in there. Yeah, and, and actually the, the best part about it is, I mean, really what it boils down to is that we're... We're trying to put in, um, well, I'm, I'm trying to put in things that are, like, basically R-rated. I mean, we're trying to push it from a PG-13 to kind of an R-rating. We don't want to go any further than that or get too lewd, otherwise it kind of kind of loses its, its uh, zing, I guess. Right. Sure. Uh-huh. Now, you also participate in the, in the Onion crossword puzzle <laughs> scene, right? Yes. And we talked to, uh, we talked to Ben Tausig yes. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, about the onion and 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 that whole, I don't know that whole world and that genre certainly has an R-rated feel about it. Definitely uh, one of Ryan's all-time favorite clues. Who who did that puzzle? Which which one third was base? It? Oh, third base. What was what was that again? It was the, uh, uh, was the I clue? think it was Tyler Hinman. Was it a Tyler Hinman puzzle? I can't remember what it was. Do you feel like the onion is racier than your puzzles? Yeah, I think it's it's right about the same level. Yeah. Um, opportunity I think came up there was there's a group of eight of us they're basically writing the puzzle right now and we're kind of kind of all in the same boat we all want to write really kind of edgy crosswords that you know not a, not a lot of people get into but our demographic that we're looking for are people who kind of enjoy that kind of humor and sure. you know mm-hmm. don't have a problem with it and you know would rather see something like that rather than you know 1920s opera stars or you know, right. or, I, I, rivers or whatever. I, I, oh, I, no, no yeah, rivers yeah, for me. Don't, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the rivers, uh, the rivers are my uh, Achilles elbow or something. Like I just, <laughs> the rivers just kill me yeah, every time. Terrible. Um, 
but yeah, we we I I, th- I feel like most people that we've talked to enjoy the R ratedness. I mean, I wouldn't expect any it ever to be in the New York Times, and I don't think it even should be because New York it should reflect what's actually in the paper, and the paper yeah. is not full of a hole and. No, the New York Times is a classier, snootier. <laughs> yeah, classier and snootier. <laughs> Uppity uh, thing. But I think people, uh, I, I I don't know if we've met anybody who doesn't like having a little raciness in their grids. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that puzzle people would be more open-minded to something, considering that the crossword puzzle is such a restricting, boxed-in, literally so, kind of a puzzle form. It has to be just precise. Oh, yeah. But even within that, you can you can put any words you want. Put a-hole, if you like. Like music. Like music? See, I'm coming back to that. I don't understand. Music has a lot of rules, but you can do all kinds of stuff with it. Well, that's it. true. You can break all of the rules, and it's a lot more fun when you do. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's true in life. Life is full of rules. It's more fun to drive 90 miles an hour on the highway. I mean... Now, tell us about uh, Jonesen, because I'm not sure I totally understand what's going on. Is, is it... Is it, is it... <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we put that on a, on a sampler or something? I'm not sure I know what's going on. Ryan Heck, yeah, well, January 2009. I know it's it's not news, but is it is it just... Is it just on your website? Do you do you publish it somewhere? I know yeah, you we publish it. It's, it's a syndicated puzzle, and we cater to um, basically alternative news weeklies. Okay, is, is what the, the so, current term is. It's it's the free newspapers that you would get. It's kind of the, the city center type of newspapers that uh-huh. you know they cover a lot of the uh, the local art and local music scene and uh-huh. that that kind of thing. And their content they tend to push the envelope a little bit too and they're okay. not worried about it so we're kind of fit hand in glove with that kind of thing so. oh good yeah i'm looking now at the jones and website you have it, it looks like it's like over 50 different newspapers and magazines around the united states that that run this wow this canada. is a big list and canada and canada yeah fantastic good i don't want to leave out canada well, hate this to, is hate to leave out canada this is very impressive yeah I was it's impressed before, but now I'm I am even more impressed. Now you're super impressed. Yes, <clears throat> it's very exciting. Now, but there's is there you, you've said we a couple of times. There's more to Jones yeah, than I, just I, you. I tend to revert to that. Um, I I work directly with Matt Gaffney. Okay, okay. sure, is, sure. Uh, I'm I'm basically the writer. He's the editor. You know, I'm. I, I have like Matt like Gaffney has recently. Desi Jeff, I'm the DJ. He's the rapper type. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Matt Gaffney does a weekly puzzle that uh, he has his, his competition thing. Are you yes. involved with that? Uh, I am not. I mean, Matt pretty much writes everything on that. He's, okay. Uh, he's kind of the, the go-to guy for that contest. But uh, I, I solve them every yeah. week. I don't, I don't enter it, but uh, I solve them for fun. I have solved many of them. I have entered several times, and I have never won a damn thing. Wow. I've even gotten the answer right, but this is one where you... Have you done any of these, Ryan? Yeah, we have to get the answer. There's an answer word, and you send in the answer. We should not be talking about Matt Gaffney's thing. This is your show, Matt Jones. We don't want to mix you two up. It's right. <laughs> That's okay, but uh, it, uh, the whole um, the whole thing. A lot of a lot of 
times, uh, especially on our Johnson website, I have a little section that says, okay, well, you know, Matt Gaffney, Matt Jones, you guys are two Matts. How do I know that you're not a pseudonym? Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. I provided a, uh, a little disclaimer at the end, showed my picture and showed his picture and, you know, that kind of thing. Just to prove, yeah, well, it's the internet, though. I mean, you could be anybody. Yeah, you could be. Yeah. Of course, and you know Jones is like a really common name. So yeah, I think it's fake. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that's really your name. Yeah, I think Jones you made the whole thing up. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Now, some people have yeah. questioned whether uh, you know because we're Ryan and Brian, and and people have thought that that was like a joke. Like we right. these are our fake names. There are airway airways names. Airways. Our, our radio waves. What are we pilots? <laughs> I have no idea. Where is this being broadcast? It's not in the air. What is no. it? Uh, but I think people have eventually realized, those that listen to this podcast, that there's not enough smarts between the two of us combined to be one person. Like, right. no uh, one person could have come up with this nonsense. Right. <laughs> so we are definitely two people. So, uh, now tell us uh, your, how you, your process, how you construct a puzzle. What, do, you, do you come up with a theme? Do you come up with... Barry, Barry Silk, last week, was talking about a seed word. He comes up with a seed word, puts that in, builds the puzzle around. What is your process? If you, if you build a theme list, that's definitely the way that you want to go. It's like, um, like I'd come up with something that I, I really want to see in a puzzle, but I know that I haven't seen in a puzzle before. Like um, a key party. I had one that uh, had key party as the, uh, instead of one across, I had it as the last across answer at the bottom right-hand corner. Uh-huh. As this key party, you know, the 70s uh, swinger right. party where, you know, you pick all your keys in a bowl and, Right. Then have at it. Right. <laughs> I, I missed this era of partying. I was a little too young to enjoy key parties uh, in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, I was a little bit too young, too. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun, though. Yeah. We have keys in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not going to go to a key party with you, Ryan. All right. Not a chance. Right. No. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, most themed crosswords, I'll, I'll definitely come up with the theme first. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, kind of build around that. But if, if I want to build around something, I try to try to bridge it, um, try to cross with a long answer, but I want to make sure that it's it's a really good long answer. Uh-huh. Like, um, let's see, one of them that I had long ago, I, I just remember, it was it was a pretty good puzzle, but it had a really good entry. It was a uh, gag reflex. Oh, gag, that, that is, is good. That's, that's good. excellent. That is good. Which, I think the clue was, um, like, it, it's tested regularly on Fear Factor. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. Yes. I'm... I've only found three puzzles on, on Jim Horn's History of the New York Times crossword puzzle website. Are you Matthew L. Jones? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at three, three puzzles of yours. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, out your middle initial like that. But, uh, three Fridays is all I can find here. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I have pretty much a... Uh... Uh, an eleven-year hiatus from the New York Times. Okay. Well, you've been very busy, though. I mean, your puzzles—you yeah. know, this is not a shortage of work on your part. No. It's it, you're oh, just yeah. finding other venues, and they're all three Fridays. That's impressive. That is Friday. Impressive. I think is my favorite puzzle. Anyway. Yeah. yeah yes. I, I I really wanted to go for themelesses when I did the the Times. So uh-huh. That's kind of kind of what I did back then, and, and back then I was actually putting things together on grid paper. Wow. Um, I, I can't even believe that I was doing it back then, but, you know, there's a lot of 
a lot of stacks of grid paper that I had lying around that had a lot of eraser marks. Yeah. <laughs> I can't so imagine. I guess take a long, long time to put together and make sure that they're they're looking good. Yeah, I bet. There's no way I could possibly do it on paper. No. Do it that. I can't even do it with a computer. You know. I've, no. I've tried designing a couple of puzzles myself, and I'm useless. I'm useless. Matt, do you have do you have any any uh, words of advice for someone who is just starting uh, constructing? Is there something? Oh my God! Don't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Don't know yeah. what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> um, no, actually, if you're if you're starting, um, best get a lot of practice. Find uh-huh. out all the different styles of people who's writing what, what kind of words do appear in puzzles on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and get get yourself really used to that. And, um, you know, make a lot of contacts, especially on the Internet. There's a lot of good groups out there that, um, like, I think cruciferbell.com right. is one of them. And, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are out there that if you throw them a question, they will respond 20 times over with, different answers and you know it's a, it's a really good resource to have yeah definitely i i read the cruciverb l uh, mailing list and uh you know and of course the blogs about the crosswords and ryan and i have been doing these for this past year i can't say that i feel at all qualified to construct a puzzle no not at all your advice is fantastic matt clearly i am not the target though i i don't understand how anybody got anything done ever before the internet Really? I don't understand how anybody gets anything done now. I mean, with the YouTube and the, the Hulu and the... <laughs> and all the, the rock and roll music the kids are listening to. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is wacky stuff. It is. Oh, no. <laughs> now, I'm, now, I'm going to get away from crosswords. You, you were kind enough to email us with a list of topics you wanted to talk about. And uh, we covered some of them, but we didn't talk about, uh, you know, your, you, you have twins. Yes. How old are these twins? They are nine months old. They oh my just turned nine months about a week ago. Fantastic. How do you have time to yeah. do what any how do you have time to be talking to us right now? That's yeah. the main question. The, well the lucky part is that they're both asleep right now. Um, <laughs> this is kinda of their their nap time, so this is the perfect talking time. Excellent. <laughs> are they, are they... I, I heard him wailing in the background while I was over there. I was, I was told I was being oh. too loud. So are they identical? No, um, it's a boy and a girl. Boy and so a they're girl. fraternal. All right, all right. That's still acceptable. Yeah, still acceptable. <laughs> that's an acceptable twins for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I can deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Now, did did, uh, did twins run in your family? Were you expecting twins? Were you were you freaked out by the idea of like, no, no, oh my no, god, no, there's no, two no, of them? Neither of us were expecting twins when it happened, and um, you know, the, we we got in and we we checked. I think the very first ultrasound that came in, and a lot of times when when twins show up on there for the very first time, it's like. You can definitely see one, and then you might be able to see the second one, but uh-huh. we're not sure yet. But we'll tell you in a week if, <laughs> if it's 100% certain or not. If it's that two kind of... babies or one baby with a gargantuan like left arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, these, these are like still like little dots on sure, the ultrasound, right. so if they can tell what it is. So for about a week, we were still kind of on in cliffhanger mode. It's uh-huh. like, well, was it one or is it two? <laughs> wow. But that's that's got to be exciting. That's got to be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it, it was very exciting. And then we found out that uh, it was definitely two, so we're kind of, you know, jaws on the floor. <laughs> now, you, you found out what, at, you found out at the birth that it was definitely two, right? <laughs> when when oh, two just showed up. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, there's no way to tell before the birth, right? There's They don't have any technology. I think the internet does that. The, the internet, YouTube and Hulu, yes. they, they have those features. <laughs> so uh, nine months, under huh? Hulu, check under, you know, pregnancies and births under the category. <laughs> and these, these are your, your first kids, yes? Wow, so so that's so it's, it's kind of trial by fire, you know. You just bet. like go, bam, there's two kids. Yeah, yeah, that's not just like a little bonfire. That's like setting the entire house on fire. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fire, but you know, it's it's a lot of uh, especially the first couple of weeks. It was like a lot of repetition. So you're you're feeding both of them every two hours. So it's like okay, you're done with one, then you get to feed the second one, and then sure you get about. 30 minutes of spare time and then you're back to feeding them again and changing them and everything so it was, it was a little bit difficult at first but after a while you start getting settled and and you figure it out I mean it is just a lot of a lot of repetition and doing a lot of the same things yeah, yeah well, wow but it's a lot of fun so, I'm sure it I mean, is the the cool part about it right now is that uh, oh I, I didn't even mention the names it's Sid and Ella Sid, Sid and, and Ella, Ella. Great so far names. we're talking about Twin A and Twin B, and I totally forgot to mention their names. Yeah, well, as far as we knew, they didn't have names. You might be making up Sid and Ella for all we yeah. know, Mr. Matt and Jones. And I still could be a Sid, <laughs> for all you know. Is, it, is, is Sid short for something? It's Sydney. Oh, it is Sydney. Awesome. That's yeah, a great and name. Ella's uh, short for Eloise. Oh, I didn't know Ella would be short for something. Why didn't I know Apparently that? Apparently for Eloise. Well, Eloise is a great name. I love that name. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of just plain Ella's out there right now. It's uh-huh. a pretty popular name, but yep. uh, not, not necessarily a lot of Eloises. No, no, that's a good name. At least name. not that I know of. No. So. No, I great. don't know anybody named Eloise, actually. Have you put them in your crosswords yet? Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, they're common enough. I mean, you know, the the E at the very beginning, that uh, that vowel is very common. Yeah. I mean, any constructor will tell you that. <laughs> oh, I would think Eloise would be a great Named in, I've seen it in crossword puzzles. Have you? Certainly more times than I've met people named yeah. Eloise. Uh-huh. It seems I'm, like I'm it, guessing it's probably the uh, the kids' book, the Plaza Hotel. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. That's yeah. where I know the name uh, that, from. Sure. Well, I there was. Oh no, was that Heloise? There was some like hints. <laughs> hints from yeah, Heloise. That, that's hints from Heloise. Oh, that's, that's Heloise. Then forget. I don't know anybody named that's a Heloise. Different twin. No, I don't know any. That's your third twin. <laughs> uh, and you like the fatherhood thing so far? It's good. You having a good time with that? Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, and especially you know right now their their personalities are really starting to show. And you know, Sid, he's just like already a little trickster and joker. So you know, playing with him is a lot of fun. And Ella is kind of you know kind of a girly girl. She's really sweet, but if you get her around strangers, she's a little shy sometimes. Oh. But she really likes being around people she knows. So. Oh. I mean, they've really got really strong personalities. You certainly sound genuinely like you're thrilled by the whole thing, which is just oh, definitely, absolutely wonderful to hear that that glowing through just you talking (laughs) about it. It's terrific. It's wonderful. Uh, Ryan can't wait to have you know ten or twenty kids of his own. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know if that's (laughs) (laughs) no. uh, We 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 collectively, the two of us and our wives, have absolutely no children between the four of us here. We just live vicariously through others. Yes. Um, now, I've noticed a number of... Uh, I think we should start wrapping this up, and we definitely want to mention your book before we do. But yes. I, I do want to ask, oh, yeah. I noticed that you, 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 you do have a number of sports references, at least the couple that I've done recently. Are you a sports fan? And no, how... actually I'm not. Really? But I play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just going to... I was going to ask because in Portland, I mean, you have the Trailblazers. Yeah, that's about it. That's I mean, we've got, it, uh, it? got the Portland Beavers. That's our, our minor league baseball team. Oh, the Port- who, who are the Portland Beavers? Who are they affiliated with? What major league uh, team do they go with? I, you know, I really don't know. Maybe they're affiliated with themselves. <laughs> oh, maybe <laughs> no, they are. Go. All right, then. They're very independent, though. Well, so. I mean, but you did have a major sports name in this uh, 2009 puzzle, of course, Mario Lemieux. I was uh, I was able to write that one right in there. I had no trouble whatsoever with that. Uh-huh. You've never heard of Mario Lemieux. Sure, I have. He's, yeah? he, he plays the hockey. He plays the hockey. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, he did. I don't think he does anymore. Yeah, he's retired. Uh, so your book? Yes, your book, yes. Jonesin' for Crosswords. I'm looking Jones at it. for Crosswords. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Amazon.com right now. Yes. Available for seven ninety five in stock. Now, is this a compilation of your Jonesin' crosswords? of previous puzzles, I think um, 2003 to 2007 or 2008, okay. somewhere around there. But okay. uh, yeah, there's about, I'd say, 70-odd puzzles in there, and uh, there's all sorts of different puzzles. Um, if you are into pop culture and if you're into the, the rock and roll music and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely, go pick up the book, and uh, it provides you with uh, basically entertainment for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> Seems like it. Certainly does. And it is in stock. Amazon says it yep. is in stock. It also so. does say so warning. Warning. Stock. It says warning uh, adults I, only. Uh, it, it's funny you mention that because I actually did have another Jones and book before this, um, which is since been out of print. Uh, it was published in two thousand four by a Random House, uh-huh. and it was called Jones and Crosswords. Okay. So if if you're looking for the newest one, the the newest one, you want Jones and Four Crosswords. Ah. Jones and Four Crosswords. Well, we will put a link to this as well on our website yes. when we post this episode. So all ten people <clears throat> who come to our site, yeah. Hopefully. So we'll advertise this to our very limited but excited audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I will get a copy for myself too. And will we be the, the teaming tens or whatever? Yeah, you know, I think we have a teaming ten. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. <clears throat> will Will we be seeing you at the tournament? No, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it to the tournament. I, uh, this year and last year were kind of no-shows for me, obviously, because, you know, I'm, I'm here taking care of the kids. And, uh, yeah, I suppose uh, that's a good enough excuse. Thing right now. Yeah, I think it's a shame that you can't attend, because clearly you are qualified to be super competitive. I see that in, what is this, 2007, you finished 17th yes. Holy in crap. the tournament. You that's 17th? fantastic. Well, thank you. That and, is... um, I think, well, I'm trying to think first year that I was there, um, I think the first or second year I made it to the C finals. I didn't uh, didn't win it, but I, I did place in the top three. But that's that's kind of how you get into the C finals. So. Absolutely, um, we placed yeah, the, not in the top three. No, uh, I think I placed in the top three hundred of the C level, didn't I? I don't know. No, not really. I think I finished five hundred and something. Yeah, uh, I'm terrible. But this is amazing. I, I would the whole interview would have been different if I knew you were. Smart like this. You didn't know that? I would have used much Did bigger... Did you do any research for this interview <laughs> I would at have, all? I would have used much bigger words. <laughs> you don't know any bigger words. I don't, but no. I would have faked it. Wow. Well, Matt, this has been fantastic. Such a pleasure to talk to yeah. you. Well, it's great talking with you guys, too. I'm glad that there, that you guys have an outlet for all sorts of different uh, puzzle people to kind of tell their stories on the on the interwebs. Yes. <laughs> well, we're happy to provide it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're glad we were able to have you on here, and uh, we hope to 
I don't know, see lots of sales of your book, courtesy of our website. <laughs> see if we could get you like three or four more copies sold. We'll try. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, take care. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Have yeah, a wonderful evening. Take care too. That's great. All right. We'll talk, All right, talk for, to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Matt Jones. Matt Jones of Jonesen and the Jonesen for Crossword book. Uh, from Oregon. He is from Oregon. Oregon. Not Oregon. But he is an Oregonian. He is an Oregonian. A lifelong Oregonian, it yeah. seems. It is a gorgeous state. It, I, I like it. I've been to Eugene, Oregon. Have you? Uh, yeah, I, I played the piano in Eugene, Oregon once. Really? Is that a, a song? a long time ago. No, no, it's a city. No, I know it's a city, but I thought maybe that was a song. No. Uh, but my wife and I have talked about abandoning New York and opening up a, a, a store in Oregon. We've talked about moving to Oregon, too. No, no, no. We have talked about no, moving. No, so have we. No, 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 no. We. Me and my wife have talked about oh. it without you and your whatever you have. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you and your, your pickles. <laughs> my pickles. Your pickles nonsense. Exactly. I don't um, know what that's about. Uh, so, uh, before we, are we going to wrap this up? Yeah, we have to wrap this up. All right, so I'm going to leave you with a Would You Rather. Oh, this is a Would You Rather. Do you know the Would You Rather game? There was a game out a while ago. Zubmondo. It was called Zubmondo. My father loved this game <laughs> because it would pit two horrible things against each other, and you were forced to decide which, yes. which you wanted. Horrible thing. Yeah, awful, awful things. So I came up with my own, and it's gotten some good responses. Yeah. I've workshopped it. Yeah. Among my friends. <laughs> so now we're going to give it to you, we're the viewing give it to audience. You, and then you can respond either by email or viewer mail uh-huh. or any other type of mail. <clears throat> any, way, any way you feel fit to respond. So, so the would you rather is would you rather go on a trip where you have to, for a week long trip? Yeah. Where you, a nice trip, a good trip. A, a, like a, the, the trip of your dreams. Like a glorious, like a. A Caribbean cruise. Like a Caribbean cruise. I didn't want to yeah. say cruise because that might not be somebody's... Sure, but but just the ultimate the, the ultimate honeymoon-style vacation and, of a lifetime. And even, even if it's seven days just staying in your apartment watching TV, if that's yeah, your idea. Is, yes. But your companion is the most irritating person to you in the world. Absolutely. Just the person that you cannot stand. The person who just makes your skin crawl. Yes. Just the worst. And he has to be with you, or he or she has yeah. to be with you... The whole seven days, yeah, and except when you go to the bathroom. Why is it that when both of us did this routine, it was a guy? It was a guy. We both were most irritated by a guy. Well, I mean, it, guys it, are irritated. Guys are irritated. All right, irritated so your most irritating person combined with the most glorious vacation ever. You have to spend every waking moment, okay, and every sleeping moment with this irritating, awful person. So, would you rather do that, or or would you rather it's a six-hour? I call it a dinner date. Sure, but and it's more than that. But it's more than that. It can be a dinner date, dancing, uh, whatever is your perfect date with some, with the person. It's either the person you're most sexually attracted to, or the person that you that you most want to impress, a childhood hero, uh, just somebody who you. The, that question is the asked, person that you would drop anything to, to spend six hours to spend with. Six hours with. For just, my mom, it's like it's Robert Redford. I Robert think. Redford. That, that's, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I think my wife is Daniel Craig. Yeah, okay, well, that, sure, he's, you know, he's James Bond. I think for you it was Daniel Craig, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't was. it? <laughs> so, it was, it's a six-hour six glorious hour, yeah. evening, but two minutes before the six hours start, you poop your pants. And, <laughs> and you cannot clean yourself for the entire six hours. <laughs> oh, this is 
is awful. Oh, this is just awful. Oh. So that's the would you rather. This is how we're ending our show. This is this is the end. We're this gonna is be, it. But the plug is this pulled. Is we're going off the air after this. Seven day glorious vacation with the most irritating person you have to be with them the entire time. Or, or six hour glorious amazing date dancing drinking whatever with the person of your dreams with a with a pants full of everything. <laughs> yes. You just pooped your pants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so, get so back write to it. us and tell us uh, your feelings about it. Tell us who the people are, and uh, or if you can, and how you feel about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to know. And then maybe if if we draw your name out of a hat, we will provide you with with this. Uh, in reality, <laughs> we'll send you on a vacation with the horriblest person you know, or we'll send you your. We'll send you on a dream date with, with some laxatives. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What are we providing? Why can't we, like, provide, I don't know, a free CD for everyone in the audience? We don't or, have anything. No, we don't. We have nothing. Koosh balls. We, it, I'll tell you what. If What we, happened to koosh balls? I don't know. You remember koosh balls? I do remember koosh yeah. balls. They were big. Rosie O'Donnell enjoyed the koosh balls. That's who, that's who gave them out to the audience, yes, right? Yes, she flipped That them. was when she was, like, nice and fun. Yeah, now she's, she's kind horrible of horrible now. and irritating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's who I would go on my cruise with, would be <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. That would be pretty awful. Well, see, there's a woman. Yeah, yeah, I know, sort of. Who was your guy? Well, you can't say. No, I can't. It was some guy who I really can't stand. Yeah, you know him, though. Oh, do I? Yeah, okay. you do. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so, there it is. There, uh, Zambezi and Oat. And Oat. <laughs> That's we, how it goes. Hey, the countdown. Oh, the oh, countdown. oh, the countdown. I'm top sorry. fourteen the top, things. The, prime numbers only. The top fourteen things. No, and, it's it's all. It's all. It's all of our it's, go. It's okay, you. number fourteen. Number fourteen. This is the only. This is we're only getting number fourteen. Am today. I doing a drum roll? Sure. I don't have drums on this thing. I have a piano. Well, do something. Do a do, little roll. Do a, a thing. I can't. Can That's all a, I can make. Can you do a glissando? No, I can't do anything. Why not? Because I'm useless. All right. Number 14, Grapes. Yes! That, that was it. Grapes. All right. Wow. That was interesting. Um, All right. So next week we'll have number 13. Absolutely. Fantastic. And maybe number 12 and 11 as well. So we get done with this by the ACPT. Hopefully. That's the idea. Hopefully. Okay. So next week, maybe we'll see you, maybe we won't. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> there you go again with the... Goodbye. What, what are you doing? What, what is are you, that? What's wrong with the goodbye? I don't. Goodbye. What is that voice? That's it's not you. It's my. It's my. It's my. Out. You're out the door. Boy. You're out the. You say that when you go out the door. When other people do. You do. You I'm, I'm staying here.